Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. Today is Tuesday the 22nd of March and I'm so delighted to be joined by Tom Crowley, journo at TDA. He's going to talk to Billy Fitzsimons, one of our other journos, about their new podcast called No Silly Questions. It launched today and I won't ruin any surprises, but it is a good one. So we'll get into that a bit later. But first, Tom, take us through the headlines of the day. Thanks, Zara. It's great to be here. Yesterday, Lismore flood victims brought parts of their damaged homes to a protest in front of Prime Minister Scott Morrison's Kirribilli home as a demonstration against his handling of the floods. Protesters also called for climate action, holding signs that read, Your climate inaction killed my neighbour, and Morrison, your climate mega flood destroyed our homes. Moving overseas now, and Ukraine has rejected a demand from Russian authorities to surrender in Maripol. Russian authorities said it would open humanitarian corridors if Ukraine complied, but the demand comes after Ukrainian officials said on Sunday that Russian forces had bombed an art school and that was being used as a shelter for an estimated 400 Ukrainians. According to new data from the Australian Bureau of Statistics, one in four Australians drink too much alcohol. The figure counts anyone who exceeded the Australian Adult Alcohol Guideline in 2020-21 by drinking more than 10 drinks a week or more than five in one day at least once a month. Finally, for some good news for your Tuesday morning, Woolworths is phasing out 15-cent plastic shopping bags in all stores in WA. Stores are set to gradually run down the stock of these bags and that's to comply with new legislation in the state, which is set to come into effect from the 1st of July. It prohibits WA businesses from supplying plastic shopping bags with handles. Shoppers who don't bring their own bags will be offered a 20-cent paper bag. Today on the podcast, we're talking about welfare and I'm joined by TDA's editor, Billy Fitzsimons. Billy, hello. Hello. This feels very funny without Sam and Zara. I feel like the parents are away. (laughs) The kids are in charge. Well, we'll try not to get too chaotic. We're talking about welfare on the pod today because it's the subject of the very first episode of our new podcast, Billy, No Silly Questions. And the first episode is out already. Uh, You can go and listen to it right after you finish this, if you like. And it's all Billy talking about welfare policy. So we thought we'd make that the subject of today's podcast. Here's a little sneak peek for you of Billy's chat with Senator Jackie Lambie, an Australian senator who has herself been on welfare in the past. Here's Jackie talking a little bit about what that experience was like for her. I found it really, really difficult living on that single mum's pension. Um, And they don't even have that now. Now mums have got to go on new start. So it must be really, really difficult for them. It was really hard. I had some of my other girlfriends that were around on welfare payments as well. And I can tell you that money never lasted a fortnight. Um, You prayed that your washing machine didn't break down. You prayed that your car didn't break down because you never had extra money to fix anything or do very little with. So, Billy, that was Jackie Lambie. You also spoke to someone who is currently on the Youth Allowance Welfare Payment. What did you learn from talking to these people about what it's like to live on welfare? Yeah, it was a really eye-opening chat that I had with Zoe, who is a 23-year-old uni student who is currently accessing youth allowance. And she's basically been on youth allowance her entire adult life. She spoke to me about not being able to buy proper clothes if she's lost or put on weight and not being able to buy textbooks sometimes and you know, not always being able to eat a meal and sometimes having to skip a meal because she doesn't sometimes have enough money to fund those basic necessities. 
And you talk a bit in the podcast about how one of the reasons why that might be the case is because the payment levels are below the poverty line. Can you explain a little bit about first what a poverty line is, but also how far the current welfare payments are below that poverty line? Yeah, so I think a lot of people would be surprised to learn that Australia has 1.7 million people who are currently living under the poverty line. And I know that's not something that we often associate with a developed country like Australia. And in terms of what the poverty line is in Australia, according to the latest data from the University of Melbourne, the poverty line is about $83 a day. And for reference, the maximum payment that you can currently access on JobSeeker for a single unemployed person with no kids is about $46 a day. So it's quite significantly below the poverty line. That is quite a big difference. And one of the things that I found the most interesting listening to your podcast, Billy, was was hearing the kind of discussion about, of course, during COVID, there was extra support for people who were unemployed, recognising the kind of additional costs of the pandemic. That actually took people above the poverty line for, for a brief moment, but now it's it's reverted back. And, and we heard in your interview with Zoe about some of the kind of struggles that that has renewed for, for her and I'm sure for many other people on welfare. Now, we asked our audience what they thought about this. And I think sometimes when we talk about welfare policy, there's an element of kind of stigma associated with it. And there's this perception that people think that people who are unemployed are kind of lazy or dull bludgers or some of these other kind of derogatory terms that get thrown around. But I found these results really quite interesting. Now, if you're listening first thing on Tuesday morning, the poll's still live. You can go and vote on it if you haven't already. But the early results are showing a a really clear vote of support for increasing the job seeker payment. Billy, can you talk me through those results? Yeah, so of the responses that we have received so far, 77% of our audience said that the payments were too low and only 4% said that they were too high. And about 20%, so one in five, said that they were about right. We also asked the audience if they would support a policy to keep the payment above the poverty line and 86% said yes. So that's what TDA's audience said. And as you say, it's a very stark divide. You spoke to the government directly, to Social Services Minister Anne Rustin. What did she have to say? Yes, so it was interesting to hear Minister Anne Rustin's perspective. And she basically said that, well, she claimed that Australia has one of the best welfare systems in the world and that that's not only because of the base payment that we have, but also because of the other targeted assistance like healthcare and rental assistance that are in some cases provided to people as well. And when I asked her why the government isn't looking to substantiate Financially increase the payment to above the poverty line. She says that the government has a responsibility to the taxpayer for the increases to be sustainable in the long term. It is a, a very interesting answer from Anne Rustin there, I suppose, especially in the context of the stat that you gave us earlier, the fact that 1.7 million Australians are living below the poverty line. And certainly the one that you spoke to on the podcast would probably have a slightly different view to the ministers, I imagine, on the adequacy of Australia's welfare system. It's a really, really interesting debate. Notably, though, heading into the election, it, it's not clear yet whether that's going to be a huge feature of the campaign. The Labor Party has, I believe, said that the, the payment level might be something that needs review but has yet to make a specific commitment and certainly the government hasn't made a commitment to increase the rate of job seeker either. So it'll be very interesting to see, I think, whether that issue changes and whether it continues to come up in the lead up 
to the election campaign. There's plenty more in the podcast episode, Billy, but I don't want to spoil too much of it. I know there was quite an interesting discussion about this idea of cashless welfare cards and the government giving welfare recipients their payments through cards that don't allow them to buy alcohol or gambling or, or some other products. That was a very, very interesting discussion. I highly recommend that you go and check out the podcast to hear that if you haven't already. But maybe just before we finish, Billy, we can talk for a minute or two about the No Silly Questions podcast in general, what it is, what we're doing with it and what the viewers can look forward to. Can you give us a little bit of a spiel? I was going to say, while Sam and Zara aren't here and we're hijacking their podcast, we need to take this opportunity to talk more about our podcast. Yes, so No Silly Questions is all about breaking down the big issues in the lead up to the next federal election. You might be wondering, hold on, when is the next federal election? Prime Minister Scott Morrison has not yet announced that, but it will be sometime before May. So No Silly Questions is all about arming young people with the knowledge that they need to know. And we're all about not assuming any knowledge and understanding that political language can be really confusing and alienating. And Tom and I will be there to guide you through it and to demystify it all. It's going to be fun. Politics made easy, politics made enjoyable, I hope. And on every Tuesday episode, there will be a a different issue, Billy, that you delve into and interview both politicians and members of the public about their attitudes and their thoughts on the subject. Then on the Thursday episodes, it's going to be me popping in to chat to you about, as you say, some of the things that sit behind the news. Explainers from square one, if you like, of some of the most fundamental topics about politics that maybe you were too afraid to ask about because you feel like you should already know. But we're here to make sure that you come away feeling like an expert. I think it's going to be a a heap of fun. We've already recorded our first Thursday episode explaining the difference between left and right. So keep an eye out for that one later in the week. Now go and check out Billy's episode over on Spotify. No silly questions. Highly recommend it and very excited to see Billy where we can take it over the next few weeks. While you're there, while you're on Spotify, make sure you leave a a like or a review if you haven't already on this podcast, the TDA podcast. Your positive feedback really helps us as an independent media company and as independent podcasters. And as I say, we like a bit of affirmation too. Thanks very much for joining me, Billy. I'll be back tomorrow with Zara to dissect the day's news. But for now, have a lovely Tuesday.